Hello and welcome everyone to the For the Geeks Gamecast for Sunday, January 22nd. I'm one of your hosts, Jonathan Miranda. With me today is, as always, Mr. Super Sniffles and Jack the Destroyer. What's yeah. <laughs> if this is your first time tuning in, I've got one question to ask you. Are you ready for some hot takes, some odd opinions, and maybe just maybe some downright common sense? Well, guess what, Buckaroo? You're in the right place because today we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff, including <laughs> to, uh, this week's layoffs in the games industry and media. <laughs> The Last of Us news and reviews for the first episode and our upcoming games calendar for 2023 and more. So if you enjoy the show, you can subscribe to our channel at twitch.tv slash for the geeks games for our streams or on YouTube at youtube.com slash for the geeks podcast on our YouTube. You'll find a nice little backlog of videos and episodes that we've already recorded as well as upcoming new content that'll be posted there as soon as we get it. So go ahead and click the subscribe link. Click that bell and then stay updated. Anytime we upload anything new, you'll get new videos. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything, and it'll keep you up to date on all of our content as well as feed the trolls under our bed, mainly the one that likes to tickle Jack's butthole. He keeps coming back every night. (laughs) Oh, man. It also might help pay for Sniffle's addiction to buying toys and posing in strange positions. Action figures, motherfucker, and dioramas. Okay, so shh. See, you can make anything sound promiscuous and wrong by just saying something ever so slightly ambiguous about it. And it's great. You leave Barbara out of this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, aside from Barbara, Jack, how have you been lately? What's what's been going on with you? How have you how's everything been? It's been good. Been going good. Fucking partying, spending time with the family. A lot of birthdays. A lot of birthdays. I was gonna say it's been some time since we've hung out, talked, and everything since like before the holidays. Like, how were your holidays? How was Christmas? How was New Year's? Christmas and New Year's were fantastic. Had a great fucking time. What about you guys? I didn't get to hear anything from yeah. you guys from before. Um. Well, okay. I'm like, who's gonna speak? <laughs> I, I, I was waiting. Uh, yeah, Christmas. Uh, I don't really care about holidays anymore. It's like I'm at that age where it's just like, uh, hey, just another family day. stuff. Yeah. It is. Once you get to a certain age, you just don't give a shit anymore because it's it's for younger people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's. I know some people are like really into like all the holidays. I'm I'm over it. It's like hey, it's it's whatever. But I had good food and shit. I don't really remember much because uh, <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> I, don't really um, I think the phrase he was looking for is I don't remember what much because I was high the whole time. No, no. I don't get high around family. Okay, I. Do that by myself, um, which sounds depressing. But <laughs> <laughs> like I get high alone in my room in the dark at night. Yeah. Alone, um, alone. No. What did I get? Well, I bought myself things for Christmas, so that made me happy. A $90 Power Rangers figure and a whole bunch of other figures for like Star Wars and shit. So oh, that was yeah. cool. And then john gave me god of war so that was like okay this is the best gift because it's a great fucking game yeah you've been enjoying that oh dude i got to the blades of chaos yesterday and i'm like what the fuck i was because i the effect it had on me was stronger because i didn't comprehend the word reboot like everyone else because the internet said it the 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 2018 game Mm -hmm. was a reboot yeah and so when i hear reboot i'm like started oh okay so it's starting all over and this isn't a sequel, but then my brain is like the star Wars sequels are reboots, yeah. but they're sequels. Yeah. And it yeah. rebooted the life 
And then my brain, and then I had to explain to me that it's like, oh, this is basically a reawakening something. So that's another yeah. version of reboot. And I'm like, oh, but once I got the blades, I'm like, this is fucking cool. And going back to the story's just getting better. Ooh. And I like the, I like the, the father son bond now mm-hmm. between Kratos and Atreus. Um, and how that's progressing because, you know, Atreus learned that he's a god and now he's literally got the god complex yeah. in his fucking head. He's like, I'm a god. We can do whatever. I'm like, this yeah. kid's taking the lesson the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As Mimir is saying. Brooks like, has this uh, <coughs> name for him. He likes to call him Daniel. <laughs> Damn, and basically, I, I I forgot exactly why, but it basically the whole time we're just like, damn it, Daniel, through that whole thing. <laughs> anyone who's played God of War 2018 knows exactly what we mean when we say that. Yeah. There are just mm. so many damn it, Daniel moments in that there game. There are. It's yes. like, come on, dude. It's like, fucking kid, come on. Come on, and let's go. Just, Get out of here. Let's go. Come and, on now. And, and you know, it, yeah. it, it it's part of his grieving process. He's so, in this game, in that game, in 2018, he's so young that, he doesn't really comprehend having to survive the death of a family member. He doesn't, you know, it. It is definitely a different place for him as a character, Atreus. Yeah, um, yeah, and it, that's true. And yeah, it can be a bit gratuitous and annoying at times, but you, the story plays out through and through to show the growth between both Kratos and Atreus. Watching the growth of both uh, Kratos and Atreus is really, really nice going through the whole entire game. I was like, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting it like, to kind of like happen within this game. I was expecting it to happen within the second game, but I like mm-hmm. seeing it. I like seeing it in this one. It was really good. Absolutely. And so you just got the Blades of Chaos, so you're just about towards the end now. <clears throat> Toward the, the end? Oh, are you serious? Yeah, yeah you're getting what the there. Fuck? Yeah. Once you get the Blades of Chaos, I think you're about 60%, 65% away through the story. No, oh, 70. I think you're it's just... 70. Yeah. Yeah, something 70? like that. So you're like, oh. Yeah. So you're like close to... Yeah, you get the Blades of Chaos close to the end of the game. I need a sequel now on PC. Fuck. Um, well, I mean, with the way that Sony's working on like getting these games to PC so quickly, Returnal came out... What, what year is it? It's 2023. Returnal came out maybe two or three years ago. I think and it's already coming to PC last of us. Part one remake came out fucking six months ago and it's coming to PC. It's already on PC. I think that's still crazy that they already remastered or remade that shit. And I'm like, I haven't even played the first yeah, one again. I'm going to say <laughs> we're going to get back into that when we get yeah. to, the, <laughs> to the topic of the last of us news. But yes, like there's, there's definitely a reason I see what the reason is and it's, you know, it, mm-hmm. you're, you're on either side of it and I understand, but first, Things first. Let's get into our first topic real quick and talk about it. All um, right. This week, we have seen a massive surge of layoffs in the media and games media industry. Yeah. What the um, fuck? A few of these, just uh, off the top, that I know I, that I put in as some of the bigger ones mm-hmm. that seem important. Um, Xbox specifically, 10,000 employees, around 10,000 employees were released. Uh, these are all Jesus. combined from Bethesda Game Studios, 343 Industries, The Coalition, um, and Microsoft's HoloLens business. Uh, also, a couple engineering divisions. Um, HoloLens, I forgot about that. I was right about <laughs> to say, I was like, I forgot all about HoloLens. <laughs> Bro, me too. So I understand that one. I get the HoloLens drop, but yeah. If, for those of you who don't know or who aren't as well-versed, Bethesda Game Studios is the 
game studio that is behind games like Fallout series, uh, the Elder Scrolls series, specifically Skyrim for those of you newer ones. Uh, 343 Industries is the team that took over for Halo after Bungie left. They were in charge of Halo 4, 5, and Infinite. <clears throat> and the Coalition, also a team that took over Gears of War. Or I believe they took over Gears of War. I think before it was someone else. I can't remember who, though. Um, Got me. Basically, hmm. <laughs> everyone's been laid off. All sorts of people. There's no yeah. news on like specific <clears throat> positions that have been left. But this comes, what, maybe a couple maybe a month or two after most more recent layoffs that have been happening throughout the industry from uh, uh, like uh, media websites, like um, shoot, what are they called? I mean, even Google, uh, fan, had, you know, is going to have a layoff and that's yeah. not gaming. It's yeah. Like, exactly. What the fuck? Um, you know, and uh, it sucks to see it happen, but uh, I guess, I guess it has, it could have something to do with the way the stock market's going right now. I mean, a lot of tech I, companies are crashing hard, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the internet just for Microsoft's part, it just says, um, you know, my macroeconomic conditions and changing customer priorities for Microsoft. And then Google's is more like, we want more of our employees to be in line with how Google's priorities are set up. I'm like, this is bullshit. I was going to say. Yeah. They say a lot of bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> they say that, but we all know it's. <laughs> Corpo bullshit. Like it's definitely just them saying we're trying to cut costs, and the way to cut costs is to get rid of some people. Exactly. It's, Stupid. It's fucked up, and our hearts and our hearts go out to these people affected by this because it's really a, it's really tough to lose your job, especially in an industry that is so specialized like video games. Um, mm-hmm. On top of that, in a time where finding a job is not that easy. No. Yeah. Exactly. I mean. Most people that leave their jobs right now from video games are going to create their own new studio. But things that happen yeah. like this leave people kind of on the doormat. And, you know, if you're supporting family, this and that, like, there's nothing you can do in the wake of something that big. <clears throat> Two other, or I guess three technically, other um, companies that had layoffs. Riot Games dropped 46 of their employees. Uh, eh. HR, recruitment, support, and esports divisions. On top of that, GameSpot and Giant Bomb dropped about 40 to 50 people altogether. And this is a couple months after Fandom acquired both, as well as Metacritic and other companies for $55 million. Now, that one, I think, specifically is definitely Fandom trying to cut back on their cost after blowing the load on $55 million for a deal. Um, Which sucks, because, like, Mm -hmm. Giant Bomb, you know, is not the biggest company out there when it comes yeah. to video game journalism and news industry related stuff. Uh, so that, that one really sucks. GameSpot is a bigger company. So yes, it's not, it, it doesn't take away from the fact it sucks ass, but it's yeah, like, it sucks across GameSpot's the board. A, GameSpot is still like an IGN. You get me like these people still have lives, but it, it is definitely a bigger company taking a hit. Um, but So yeah, like how do you guys feel about this? What do you guys think is going to, from the gaming side, especially for the gaming studios, how do you think this is going to affect things moving forward? Specifically Bethesda Game Studio with what they're doing with Elder Scrolls 6 and with um, Starfall coming out just in what? Maybe uh, just a few months yeah, now, they're saying months. first half of 2023. Ooh, that's going to take a huge <sighs> I hit. Like, I feel like it's, gonna, it's either going to get delayed or, you know, like they're going to, it's like the quality of the game isn't going to be as what it should be. You know, yeah. with, with mm-hmm. the drop of all these people and shit like that. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like they're just gonna they're just gonna like this is an excuse for leaders in the company to squeeze the underlings more because they're like, Oh mm-hmm. hey, you know, we got rid of these people so we can give you more fucking work and less money so we can just run you into the ground like how the VFX industry works and mm-hmm. then you get like a shitty outcome and then everyone hates you, but you don't really fucking care because the company or like the company doesn't fucking care that much because they're gonna make money either way. And that's that's the end of the line for them. Is like do we make do we break even? If we don't, then um, that's bad. If we do, I don't fucking care. I mean, um, it, even if they break even, there may be more cuts coming because I'm sure they're looking to turn green or turn a profit. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, because you have like – because that, that reminds me of like uh, when Days Gone came out. You know, it's a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. People loved it. It may – it broke even, but the company did not like the outcome of it, and then they just – not decided not to release a sequel, unfortunately, or not work on it and just keep it in like development hell. So even if you do have a success, it doesn't guarantee your fucking future, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, it is uh, a novelty to mention also that it seems like 343 Industries, even with its cuts, even with the backlash that it's received on Halo Infinite, is still actually confirmed by Xbox to be working on current and new Halo games. How does that make you guys feel? Nobody likes it. Nobody likes it. Hey, that's not to say that the Halo games are inherently bad now since after Bungie left, but like, like Infinite had a good start. It, it did it start did off really start. well. It did. It did. I was there. Yeah. And in in turn, as time go, went on, the support was not there for it. So like, <laughs> That's it, what it, I heard, yeah. you know, imagine like Final Fantasy 14 for you, Sniffles. Like imagine oh. they put out a real good hit at the beginning and then they kind of just dropped on content for. I, I'd be so you know, sad. I And I get it. It's an MMO. It's a little bit different. The size of the teams are different, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But. At the at the end of the day, a game without being able to put out consistent content, especially when you promise this content at certain times. I yeah. mean, not to mention that the game did launch. While it was well received when it did launch, there were things missing from the game, such as its co op. It's the um, fu- yeah, the yeah. Forge, custom games, all that shit. <laughs> yeah. So how do you guys think moving forward? A lot of these Xbox things, the coalition's also working on a new Gears of War game. Um, what do you guys foresee in the future right now? What, what do you think our year is going to look like, especially with the developer direct coming next week? Hmm. Definitely, definitely say delays. There, are, yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm highly betting that there are going to be delays. Gaming, like companies nowadays, just love delays. <clears throat> Ubisoft. Oh, oh, yeah. Bulls. oh, we're gonna fucking delay this shit a sixth time. Oh Why? That's what Speaking I heard of Ubisoft. God, there was also news this past week about Yves Guillemot, the um, I believe he's the CEO or he's the head of Ubisoft, talking about all their budget cuts and everything that's happening over in Ubisoft, and basically saying, "Hey, like the reason things are going bad is because of, of, of you game studios. You guys, we're putting it all on you. You guys got to get your shit together, basically." And then mm-hmm. doubling back on it a couple of days later and saying, that's not really what I meant. What I meant was that, like, we're all in this together. Oh, blah, wow. Blah, blah. Like, yeah, oh, wow. It, it was bad. And it was right after they started. It was like a day or two after they started announcing delays for certain games. 
Which, to save speaking face. of Skull and Bones, the sixth, what is it? The sixth delay? Yeah, the delay. sixth fucking delay. Oh, my God. I've never heard of that in the history of gaming. I've never heard a company delay a game six. You can't, like, you couldn't get away with that shit in Hollywood, for example. You, you can get away with, like, one delay, two delay. Uh-huh. Any, any further than that, you're going to lose investors. Like, oh, yeah. Fucking A. That's definitely a big, huge investor hit. I'm definitely never playing Skull and Bones. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's I was already like that, like crazy delays. With companies nowadays, like that's they love to announce, like, oh, we got this new game coming out. Oh, we got this game coming out this date, and they have a date and everything, like a time frame. Yeah. And the next thing you know, it's like, oh, sorry, we want to make the game perfect, so we're gonna delay you a whole another year. And then, and then, and then, following that, people are like, oh, it's okay. I trust the company. They know what they're doing. It's not okay. Yeah, it's not fucking, okay. Just fucking stick to what you say. Exactly. For fuck's sake. It's and not if that hard. And if you're not going to stick to what you say, don't put out a date. <clears throat> Big like, bag. I'm all for people announcing <clears throat> games, but when you put a date to something or give us a release window and you can't, con- and you can't like, conform to that release window, then we've got a problem. Yeah. You're, yeah, they're basically being – when they do that, you're being like Disney, and that's how they ruined Star Wars. They had release dates with no fucking script or plan or anything. They're just like, okay, it's going to come out in three years on this day. And then you have the worst production ever and the worst story ever. And the same thing applies to any other medium. Mm-hmm. You got to have a plan, which these companies don't seem to fucking have. And then the game comes out and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. shit. I mean, it's not even like they don't seem to have. It's just like they don't seem to care about it. Yeah, for real. Yeah. They're just like, oh, it, put on another one. Put on another game. It's fine. CD Projekt Red. <laughs> oh, okay. No, well, CD Projekt Red was forced by its investors, basically, to put the game out. Uh, they were taking the- too fucking long. On the other hand, they could have taken a little while. If if we had given Cyberpunk six more months to release, like they took the game off the market for six months, that it would have probably released in a way and in a shape that would have been much better than what we got at its launch. It was a shit launch. And it's a great game. It is a really good I game. I still want to try that. I still want to play that, but I just felt bad right when I seen it happen. I was like, bro, for the people who are actually waiting on this game, you know, like, yeah, like really hardcore waiting on this game. I'm like, I feel bad for those because they have to deal with all that bugs and shit like that. Like, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's totally so much better right now. So definitely oh, yeah. give it a try, Jack. Ooh, um, but shit, not just I was Jack, everybody. S- well, yeah. Um, but no, um, I was going to say the same thing applies to the GTA 3 Definitive Edition. Mm-hmm. Horrible launch, ugly as fuck. Mm-hmm. And then they even took it off Steam and then it comes back a year later and they fixed it because I go to Steam and I'm like, what the fuck? This is still here. <laughs> and all of, all three games have mostly positive. Okay. And people, I looked at mods, people fucking, they put in like really good texture mods okay. and graphic mods. There's some things you can't fix. Like I don't, I never played, I never played any of those because I was too young, mm-hmm. but some of the character models they couldn't fix, which is, which is fine. That's rockstar. So, I, yeah, but, uh, there's not much you can do in that sense. Really? I mean, yeah, when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, there's just there's but, problems that just can't be fixed by a mod. Yeah, but because they took time to fix it after the shitty launch, mm-hmm. I bought it because it was on sale yesterday. I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna buy all these three games oh, nice. so I can finally try because it, it looks it looks better than it did a year ago. Yeah. So sometimes, yeah, I agree. Sometimes just half a year or a couple more, uh, you know, months will mm-hmm. really iron out all the kinks. To a game, but investors do want their shit now because you know they're supplying the money and whatnot. Yeah. So, 
a heart goes out to all the people affected by this. We really hope the best for everybody. Um, His heart. I know. Yeah. I know. I, I'd be fucking devastated if that happened to me. I'd be like, <clears throat> it's a heavy I, hit. I just, yeah, it's a heavy hit. Just losing a job at all, you know? I mean, Uncle Neil, um, he got laid off when he used to fucking work for Activision. He, yeah. he they he got laid off when they merged with um when they had Blizzard. their thing with uh no they got laid off when they were doing stuff with uh Infinity Ward like oh, around okay. that time yeah, yeah, yeah. he got let go and he was fucking pissed too because he's like I've been here twenty years yeah I'm like ah there goes my free games <laughs> <laughs> well I mean yeah you know, we all joke about it but you know, yeah, at yeah. the end of the day it's just like yeah it, look at how Activision treats its employees especially loyal ones twenty years oh, yeah. of work there and. And just so Cut long for no fucking reason, like Bye. yeah, no, bullshit. Yeah. He was he was a networking manager. Yeah. Oh so, man, Call of Duty sure could have used that. I know, right? right? <laughs> God, <laughs> <Fucking> jackasses, <laughs> fuckers. Fix your fucking internet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's my thought on all that. Right on. Um, next up, we've got The Last of Us. Great TV show. Amazing, amazing TV show. And I know, Jack, you, I, I didn't get you the stuff in time, so <laughs> no, we're able fine. to kind of like dig into it. But next week, we'll talk about it because. <clears throat> well, I mean, we could say the stuff that are in the game well, yeah, that yeah. are similar. That's not really a spoiler. Well, I'm not, Jack, I'm not worried about spoilers. I'm already, I have not played the game. I don't worry uh, about What the spoilers. fuck? That's what I'm saying. I have not played the game. I, I maybe watched <laughs> someone play like four playthroughs of it like and it was like an hour long four. you know each one four playthroughs yeah well, no, four, well, four like, episodes of the playthrough we can talk about it four episodes okay, of the, yeah it. yeah sorry my bad but yeah no so i watched a little bit about it so uh, don't worry about okay. spoilers boys okay. okay well it wasn't mo- it was more about talking about it but we'll put we're going to table the actual full discussion for the show until next week mm-hmm. and then from there on we're going to do weekly recaps of each episode okay on sick. each podcast okay good on both Hot the podcast dick. and gamecast <laughs> Because, I mean, it's a big thing right now, and it's hot, a hot topic, I'm sure. It's a we fantastic adaptation. somebody to fucking watch it. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I've seen there's so a lot of great reviews good. on that, too. That's why I was like, damn, I want to see this. Yeah. I, the only problem I really had with episode one, and I talked to Uni about this this week, was that we were talking, like, how did you feel? Like, how did the whole thing go down? And I was like, honestly, it was great. It was fucking good. Mm-hmm. It was I the most faithful bumps. adaptation I've seen in so long. And my only problem was as soon as we hit that halfway point, a little bit into the 20 years later portion of the of the first episode is where we start getting this this little disconnect where it feels like they're kind of just like thinning it out and it feels rushed. Yeah. And, mm. I, and I didn't in, I didn't enjoy that in the last maybe like I want to say like 20, 30 minutes of it. I didn't enjoy the feeling of being rushed, but I understood where, you know. I understand having played the game multiple times. I understand how they're trying to get through it. And it's, it's going to be interesting to see where they go with the next few episodes, especially to this week's episode, which comes out tonight because we're recording on a Sunday at 9 yep. p.m. So I expect you all to be caught up and watch it, which Fuck I'm sure yeah. Hell yeah. There's, there's no reason for us to not watch it. It's so good. It is. Um, one thing, actually, I will ask about it for now is how did you feel the artistic design lived up to it? Sniffles. It worked. I love every bit of it. I don't have any qualms with the first episode. I thought it was just, it was spot on and faithful to the game and all of that. Like within the first like 20 minutes when like all the shit is hitting the fan. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, this is exactly what would fucking happen. This is kind of what fucking happened with 
you know, COVID. Yeah, <laughs> when that yeah. shit hit, it's like all this panic and nobody knew what the fuck to do. I'm like, this is basically that plus global warming and, you know, deadly zombie fungi. Yeah. But um, oh, I, I thought mean. I thought it was it was the artistic direction was great. They did a great job with the costumes. They did a great job oh, yeah. with the aesthetic, mm-hmm. like especially the final shot of the episode, the pan up to the city. I'm just oh, like, yeah. OK, this looks beautiful I'm like this is good cg or whatever the fuck they're doing with it it's probably cg um uh, and it looked like i don't CG. have any problem with so. it it looks beautiful i love like i personally love like apocalyptic apocalyptic scenery like that because i follow like um some art pages on instagram that mm-hmm. do dystopian futures as art pieces and it looked pretty damn realistic to me in the last yeah. of us episode so good job on that hbo oh yeah HBO doesn't really have, well, besides Velma, it doesn't really have misses no, when no. it comes to shows. Like Black Sails was fantastic. <laughs> Kirby Enthusiasm. I thought Black Sails was stars. Never mind. Yeah, that's stars. Okay, I meant Game of Thrones, except for last season. House of Dragon, Kirby Enthusiasm, and now The Last of Us, and probably there's other shows. The Batman was on fucking HBO. Yeah, even though it was like. Streaming service is still there. They don't. Well, it was they don't part have of a lot Warner of L's. Brothers, the Discovery merger, all yeah. that crap. They don't um, have a lot of L's, so they know what they're doing. I wish the other streaming services that that take over as like this is a part of us, like Netflix. I wish they would learn stuff, but mm-hmm. Netflix I mean, doesn't fucking learn. To be fair, they've got a lot of funding they can get because of their whole partnership with Discover. So I'm sure there's a lot of money that comes from that. Yeah. On top of, you know, just being HBO. HBO's been around as linear oh, yeah, television forever. for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but there is one thing that we do have to talk about that yeah. does a little disturb me just ever so slightly about this. And uh-huh. that is this. This is going to be a story I pulled from game in- gamesindustry.biz by Brendan Sinclair. Um, and this has to go with problems on crediting. So, oh, yeah. Bruce Straley, the game director on Naughty Dog's 2013 action game, The Last of Us, is not credited on HBO's recent live-action adaptation of the series, and he's not happy about it. In an L.A. Times story this week that described his relationship with Naughty Dog as strained, the Wildflower Interactive founder said the show's lack of acknowledgement for his contribution has him rethinking the debate over unionization in the industry. It's an argument for unionization that someone who ha- who was the part of the co-creation of the world and those characters isn't getting a credit or a nickel for the work they put into it, Straley said. Maybe we need the unions in the video game industry to be able to protect creators. <clears throat> Naughty Dog co-president and creative director on the original game, Neil Druckmann, received co-creator and executive producer credits on the HBO series. <clears throat> um, wow. So... What? <laughs> How would you feel if all your hard work got torn to shit? Like, imagine not getting credited on this, not receiving any type of uh, royalty on it, having the having the creative, you know, the creative, uh, what do you call it? The what's the word I'm looking for? The creative something protection. <laughs> Somebody help me. <laughs> I don't know where you're trying to go. It, with it. Neither do I. Uh, <laughs> no, I understand like the intellectual what you mean. Property, yeah. You know, like the creative I, the intellectual IP. property. Like you, I, you belong to. It belongs to part of you. Like you are in part. You are totally on, responsible yeah. for this. Like these characters in this game and this series yeah. would not exist without you. How would you feel about that? 
I'd be pissed. I mean, I understand what it's like to work in a, a non-field uh, that doesn't have a union. Fucking mm-hmm. the VFX industry in Hollywood does not have a fucking union, mm-hmm. and there's no protection there. You f- you fuck up, you're gone. <laughs> there's no so. I hate that there that they, there are fields that are like this, and there's no possible way to get as much as it would be cool to have a union. A lot of people just wouldn't like allow allow it to happen in this case. I'd be fucking mad because I'm you know I create artwork, you know. For mm-hmm. photography and Photoshop. If I didn't get credit, I'd be fucking furious. Yeah, exactly. Furious. I get furious when people use photos of me, my shit on the internet, and they don't tag me. I'm, this is why I put a watermark on my photos. So mm-hmm. if they crop it, you can tell that I have the original because that section is revealed on my original. Plus, I embed metadata into the files so that can just follow the the photo through the internet. So, yeah, I... I find that unacceptable that they didn't uh, credit, you know, the creator and whatnot. So that's not, that's not cool at all. Uh, yeah. No. Um, when it comes to the unionization, it's something that studios in the industry have been trying to work towards for the last like few five years, six years, seven sense. years, eight years. And it gets shut down a lot. For example, most recently, Bethesda owns Raven, right? I don't know. I have right. no idea. Raven. <laughs> what the fuck is Raven? It's a game <laughs> studio. Raven. They used to work on a bunch of whole a whole bunch of um old uh Tomb Raider games, some other stuff. They're an older studio. Anyways, mm. their QA team was able to unionize. And I think maybe like a couple months after like it fi- it got past the unionization phase and everything, like they closed down the studio. Damn. Oh, yeah. Wow. So like it, it's just it just brings us back to the overarching large topic of, you know, one, yes, why do we need unionization? There's our there's our example right there. Like, you need unionization to protect these workers. Same thing with, um, the you know, the layoffs in the industry earlier. All these people from all these studios just get dropped for what? Because somebody wants to make more money at the top end of it? That and, well... I can also. I just. I just had a thought. Like, um, trying to be advocate here of why mm-hmm. why a union is a bad idea. Because mm-hmm. uh, on a side, on a separate account, like my dad, he he has somebody that works in his office that causes nothing but problems uh-huh. and is unionized. Yeah. He can't get this woman fired, no matter how much she fucks up, and his boss can't fire her. So, yeah. if that is an aspect for the gaming industry or even VFX as to why they don't have unions that part i can understand if you have people dicking around and you and you can't fire them because mm-hmm. they're protected and you yeah. need to like they would have to like you know kill somebody to get fired that's that's stupid in my opinion they'd have to like somehow have like a contract within the union to make sure that they're well they're, they're, go around the you know, whole roundabout yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. coming that's, from that's the bad side on that coming from my own personal job uh, I, you know, in my industry, it is the same way. Like there's balances and checks to help unions work. And I get it. I understand why the union is necessary because I've seen both sides of it. I've seen mm-hmm. the, the side of the union where they're protecting people who shouldn't be protected because of Ooh, the yeah. quality of work and the, you know, everything else. Like I get it. You've been here 20 years. That doesn't mean you don't do your job. Like at the end of the day, that's what it, it is, what it is. But <clears throat> I also see the, upside of it from the management perspective where I've seen people abuse their power to get things to happen to people mm-hmm. who already work themselves to the bone. Mm-hmm. And it's not fair. 
They need, they yeah. deserve fair wages just as much as the other person, but they also, I believe they should also put in these, you know, at least the same amount of work. Yes. So I, I understand where the worry is for unions, but in a, excuse me, in a, in an industry like video games where I don't feel there's much room for you to kind of lollygag around, mm-hmm. like there's definite and <clears throat> realistic physical, like, consequences to not doing your job in this industry mm. i don't know if i don't believe that unions would become a place of harboring people who are just like lazy and lackadaisical because the people that work on most of these games work their whole fucking lives on these games oh yeah, yeah. put everything into it you know put their heart so and soul into that that, mm-hmm. that that's just my devil's advocate side of it of saying being pro-union for this industry specifically because there's Sure, there's probably physical labor involved, but I, I would imagine that most of it is writing code and reading code and working systems and stuff like that. And it's it's making sure that developers are given the means to accomplish a goal and on top of accomplishing their goal, being able to survive accomplishing that goal without having crunch, without having all sorts of other like things that have become so naturally ingrained in this industry. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. <clears throat> but yeah. Um it sucks. Sucks to see that. Sucks to see Bruce Straley get uh shafted there kind of. I don't know what their relationship is. I know it's strained, but I don't know like what the actual like personable relationship is between him and Neil Druckmann. And I know there's a bunch of fans out there that you either love or you hate The Last of Us Two, basically. And I know a good majority of my friends don't really like what neil Druckmann does with the last of us without everything else so there's that we could you know neil Druckmann could be this person could be that person i don't know i've never met him i can't i haven't even talked to him so i can't even say that mm. yeah <laughs> so if you're out there neil Druckmann, and you want to clear this up come down i'll put i'll put you on i swear to god <laughs> <That'd be funny. clears throat> all right and moving on to the last half of our show or last whatever it is segment Let's talk about what games we're looking forward to in the first half of 2020. Oh, oh well, I wanted to say the full year of 2020. Like, there's actually the a year. lot. There's a lot of stuff coming out in 2023 to look forward to. Confirmed. Coming. I was just gonna I was just gonna filter it down to the first half so we had kind of like the next six months to explain the next hundred games we want to play. <laughs> uh well go ahead. Me. You go first. You go oh. first. What, Okay, well, for me, Hogwarts Legacy. I'm really looking forward now, to... Don't don't just tell us what you're excited for. Tell us why you're excited. I'm going it. to, motherfucker. I just want to make that very clear. I didn't want people I'm to be like, this is my this, I'm excited for this, and I'm like, done. Exactly. Fucker. Well, Dead Space, but that's another thing. Um, no, Hogwarts Legacy. I'm excited because the last time I played a Hogwarts... Uh, uh, a Harry Potter game, it was uh, Half-Blood Prince, and the game was fucking terrible. All those... Old Harry Potter game. Well, the first two were fun because you got to explore the Hogwarts castle on. Well, I played it on PC, but usually movie games suck um, because they just recreate the, the the story and it's like it's boring. Mm-hmm. Um, so playing my own create a character in Hogwarts will be fucking cool because then I can actually go through the sorting process. Yeah. And fuck the Pottermore version that said I'm Hufflepuff. I don't agree with that shit. <laughs> um I would be I would love to be Slytherin. But anyway, um I, I've been looking forward to it because I love Harry Potter. Um I love the whole universe and everything. So I'd like to 
see more of that in you know the Hogwarts legacy thing. And I find it funny that like <laughs> it's dark, but like you mm-hmm. can, you know, you can cast the killing curse and, or, and, and the other curses on mm-hmm. fellow students. And I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> but it's still fun <laughs> to be able to like somebody modded somebody. No, they went to like a, an I and I file on PC mm-hmm. and they changed the cooldown time for Avada Kedavra. So he was just, spamming Avada Kedavra like in the beta or gameplay wow. video on YouTube. I'm like, this is bullshit. He was one-shotting trolls and other wizards. I'm like, what the fuck? Killing everyone. <laughs> Hell yeah, but that's fun. I wouldn't do that in Chaos Run, but I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm looking forward to Jedi Survivor mm-hmm. for sure because it's Star Wars. I look forward to all Star Wars games except Eclipse because I'm pretty sure that's going to be like a storytelling game like fucking uh, Detroit Human and Heavy Rain. Those and boring you don't shits. Like that? What? what? Bitch, I want to <laughs> just watch a fucking movie. That's why The Last of Us game itself is not a great game. It's a fucking movie. The whole thing is a movie. Days Gone is a better zombie game than Last of Us. Hot ass take. Fight uh, me, bitches. Yeah. Ha, ha. Yeah. I don't know, but, man. That's another cast. I don't know about that one. Man, that's another cast. <laughs> that's another cast. <laughs> it is. It, it is. is. I was going to say no. that's good. I like that. I am looking forward to Last of Us on PC because I'd like to play it on, with updated graphics and everything mm. on my computer. I just It's out I already. I don't have it, motherfucker. So <laughs> shut up. To be fair, if I had known it was going to come out so soon, I might have gotten you that instead of God of War for Christmas. No, no, no. It, it, God of War is better. It's so much better. I Last of Us on PC as much as I need God of War. That's it's fair. better. Yeah. Um, but I'm also like I'm trying to pick out the biggest. Uh, okay, Octopath Traveler two. That's another one. I'm excited for this year oh, yeah, because oh, yeah. I didn't play much of the first because I got distracted, which is always my problem with another yeah. game, but I was enjoying it because you don't see a lot of 2.5 D graphics in games. And that is a niche, uh, uh, graphic thing that I really like. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, pixelated. And then you have 3d backgrounds mm-hmm. and all the sprites. It's like fucking playing golden sun again. I love yeah. that mm-hmm. game on the GBA when I played that shit and got motion sickness in the car, but it looked beautiful because it combined 3D and 2D graphics perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you no, know, other games do that too with, uh, well, not a, not as well as Octopath, but I know they do that with high quality sprites with like uh, uh, tra- Legend of Heroes, like Trails in the Sky, like those those games, which that has an anime. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Crime Boss, Dead Island 2, Diablo 4, you know, all the good, yeah. all the good shit for this year, especially... Diablo four. Cause I, I love the Diablo lore. I love when you take either religion or some t- form of mythology and you turn it into a, def- into a fantastic story. Mm-hmm. Like for Diablo, that's always been the selling point for me. I get to see, mm-hmm. you know, the forces of heaven and hell killing each other. Like this is a cool concept story wise. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of people don't really touch that because it's religion. So yeah, I'm looking forward to those games this year. <clears throat> nice. Interesting. All right, Jack, what about you? What up? What are you looking out for? Oh man, I'm I'm honestly really really excited for Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> oh yes, I'm, I was I'm hoping real, you were going to say that. Yeah, I'm real excited <laughs> for that. Um, I'm excited that we're going that we're still using the same map, but we're going to the sky. You know, like we're, yeah. We're, yeah, the whole island's floating around now. It makes me wonder how much of it is going to be like uh, up, utilized. Yeah, like how much of that upper upper kingdom? I guess you could say is going to be actual like playable area like how is it going to be like skyward sword where you had like a 
a few islands kind of just floating around in the sky? Or is it going to be like an actual place you can like explore and really like travel through? I didn't like <clears throat> Skyward Sword. I, I didn't. I didn't like the graphic style that they went with Skyward Sword. So I never played it. Right when I, a right lot of people did. Right when I knew the guy, like right, they're like, oh, Majora's Mask, Arcarine of Time, fucking Wind Waker. Combine the yeah. graphic. I'm like, no, you went yeah. from Twilight <laughs> Princess. No, that was a bad idea. Yeah, you went from Twilight Princess, which had amazing graphics, would look so mm-hmm. the style, and then going to freaking Skyward Sword. I was like, oh, you guys just went down here. Like no, <laughs> yeah. like no go, bro. Yeah. I mean, realistically, like Skyward Sword, I it was on sale this this Christmas, so I was like, you know what? I've never played it. It's supposedly actually a really good Zelda game. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be one of the better ones, surprisingly. But I, I I was on the same boat as you. I'd never touched it. I never played it. Didn't care about it. Mostly because it was on the Wii U, and I didn't have one, so I didn't. I care. didn't have that either. I didn't have but, the Wii U. No, I just had a Wii. It was mo- it was also partially because like I didn't like the graphics. I didn't like how they looked. It bothered me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you get past the graphics in it and you kind of just like uh focus only on the story and the gameplay. Yeah. Then it, you kind of get it. you're kind of able to get really into it. And it's actually really fun. Like it's fighting system is super cool because if you take off the Joy-Cons, you're you control which way you slash. So like if you wipe your Joy-Con up like diagonally, he slashes diagonally in the direction mm, you swipe. That's cool. That's cool. So it's like has it's some like fun, yeah, has cool. some like interactive movement with it. That's awesome. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, on top of that, it's just the story seems really neat. I just I always thought it was kind of dumb, but I, I'll get back to that when I finish the game, and I'll let you guys know what I really think. Okay, about it. okay, all right. And then Dead what I- else you got? Though? I got Dead Island Two. Oh nice. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. See, there you go. Real zombie game right now. I, w- I was gonna say, are we gonna hey. <laughs> are we gonna together, and are we gonna actually play? A- Dead Island 2 and run around and kill things. If it's on PC, if you play on PC, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, I would assume at this point in life, most things are going to be cross platform. We were just talking about that, me and my homies on Arc for that. We mm-hmm. were so pissed off again that uh, they were, we were trying to join all of us. And it's like, oh, it's not cross platform with PlayStation. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. What no. the fuck? It, it's not crass. Crass. Crash. It's not cross platform. Unless you choose a PC server, remember you have to use it. You have to go to a PC only server. Then it's cross platform. Is that is that what we did? Yes, that's what we did. Oh my! What we did oh. was we went cross platform. We didn't go cross platform. We put the we made the server the custom server a PC server, and because it was a PC server, it allowed us to play with all sorts of other people, as long as they had the you know inter intro point into it. So. That's crazy. It just yeah. happened to be that we were all playing on PlayStation. Yeah. Oh. But, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because we were trying to figure that out earlier, we couldn't get the, yeah. we couldn't get it at all. Like none of the servers were lining up. We're like, what? Uh, like I guess only PC can play with uh, Microsoft shit. You know. Superior. You just you just got to set up on a PC only, uh, like on a PC server. So if you find a PC server to play on on mm. the PlayStation side, you guys should be able to link up there. Okay. Okay. I'm sure it's not simple, but it's doable. Yeah. Mm. But of course, Seeger mentioned this earlier, but Dead Space remake. Oh, yeah. Oh. We are we are five days away from it right now. Oh, my God. Bum-ba-na. I Re- can't wait. Really excited for that again. I got, That's I got, how you do a horror game. For real. Oh, original yeah. horror. That's so nice, dude. It's kind of sad to see that Callisto Protocol didn't 
perform as well as I, I was wasn't hoping. expecting that. Yeah, yeah. I was very yeah. I was very optimistic <laughs> considering the background of each of the people or of the people on the team and everything. And I don't think it had anything to do with necessarily the story itself. It had more to do with the mechanics of the game. Yeah, I feel uh, like that combat. Yeah, I feel like that was rushed again. You know, like, hey, get out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, for and to be fair, like, to be absolutely fair, this is striking distances first video game mm-hmm. as a studio. Like, this is their first. This is their initial jump into this into the industry, and for it to do as well as it did as a first game, yeah. it's freaking amazing. But it's just, it did not live up to what everyone put up in their head. I'm just glad that they handled the situation. You know, like, they didn't just, like, yeah. they didn't just, like, oh, we know of the issue. Okay, mm-hmm. well, yada, yada, you know. No, they were just, like, oh, hold on. Give us a sec. We'll, we'll, we'll be buffering it out on PC. You know, we know you guys mm-hmm. are lagging on PC. We'll handle it. Like, they let us know. Some companies, they don't even tell you shit. They won't even yeah. announce their shit's fucked up, you know. They will just, like, yeah. on the side note, do it alone, you know. Yeah, have fun mod community. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Sidebar, John, you're wrong. Yep. Last of Us is not out on PC, bitch. It's out in March. Anyway, continue. okay. <laughs> and then oh, I um, knew it was. I, I saw it, so I just here. figured. Here. I saw it on <laughs> Steam. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Sons of the Forest. Ooh. But yeah, oh, no. Yeah. The, oh. What is that? It's the, the sequel, sequel or follow up to uh, the Forest. Oh, oh, that's right. That game. And I saw like, there's like a video clip where oh. there's like an AI companion that helps yes. you out. See, yeah. yeah. I was right. I never See, played I the was tripping out about that. I was like, is that really? really? Is, can I really have a hoochie lady fight with you? Well, a multi-armed <laughs> hoochie. She, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was weird. I seen her with a shotgun. I was like, what the hell? Is she my hoochie? Oh, is she protecting my base? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. You're just going to give a shotgun to each hand. <laughs> It's gonna be a walking that. shotgun broom closet. Jesus, oh that'll be helpful. God. That reminds me of yeah. freaking the suffering. There's a monster like that. He had like rifles on his back. Oh, the marksman. Uh, yeah, no, I forgot about game. the suffering. Dude, you, you said that's that. a fucking horror game. You, no, that, that gave me nightmares. Mm-hmm. I want them to do a remaster of that. Why don't they remake that? That would be fantastic, right? Who made it? I don't know. That I don't know. Let's see. That's a Google that. Um, I feel like we talked about this. Surreal. We did. Software. We talked about this in uh, October, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Surreal Studio. Who owned them, or who bought them out? Midway Games. Ooh. Midway. It's pretty mid. Who bought out? Pretty Midway? mid. <laughs> That's also mid. You've got a halfway decent chance of somebody in Warner Brothers saying, hey, y'all remember that when we used to make horror games? <laughs> y'all remember that? Let's do another. <laughs> Let's do it again. <laughs> you have a halfway decent chance. I don't know if we'll ever see it, but you, you, got a, you got a decent chance compared to other games to get a remake of that. We'll see what happens when, uh, when one of my favorites comes out. Mm-hmm. I think that's all. Um, yeah, no, I think that's all that I can remember right now. Wicked. There's good choices. Uh, All of those things I am excited for. Yeah. I know you're really excited for Forspoken, John, because you want that to be I am. Here. It's not. I'm very, I already I don't, bet you. Oh, so, yeah. You know. I, I am super excited for Forspoken. I've played the demo, and I think there are some things that could be changed about it. But in the grander scheme of things, if Starfield <laughs> doesn't end up being, if Starfield ends up getting pushed, um, and... What do you call it? 
what is that? Forza Motorsport, uh, Final Fantasy VI. So here, let me go through this first. Things I'm super excited for this year right now. Mm -hmm. The Resident Evil 4 remake. For sure, I'm super excited for that. I've been waiting for that to get remade because I didn't want to go back and play the old one. (laughs) (laughs) Not to be rude, but it's just like, come on, it's an old game. Old game is old. Let's just move on. Yeah. Um, I would like to play Call of the Mountain, the Horizon game, but I don't know if I'm willing to spend the $550 for PSVR 2. Jesus oh my Christ. God. But I'm excited to see what happens with it. Right? Because right now, it doesn't look like Sony's really putting all, putting it all in again. So mm-hmm. it, it, the PSVR 2 could um, essentially become a dead console yeah. accessory, which would really kill me. That would suck. It'd be really sad, but um, you know, I'm I have steeled myself. I'm prepared for it. It would be hilarious to watch you play it, though. Not oh, dude, I, can't. <laughs> I, I, might, I will wait, and once it goes on sale, I might buy it. Nice. I'm gonna need to find a really big room though, because I don't know if my room's big enough for that. I was gonna say mine isn't either. You can just sit in your chair and just roll around. Ah, it's not the same. I gotta stand <laughs> I, up and yeah, pretend like I'm falling. You know, like I have to eat shit. It's not funny if I don't. I was eat gonna shit say I would already done you just that. See him run into the closet. <laughs> It just exactly. on instinct, you know? Yank my PlayStation 5 with me across the room, fall over. Oh I would God. die. You know the support from that, just people watching that, you would already make another one back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Sure. Um as mentioned, Forspoken is definitely one of my hot picks mm-hmm. and maybe hot take for this year, but I think it's got it. I think I don't think it's got it. I don't think it's got it out of the gate, like Elden Ring had it out of the gate. But I think that if Luminous Productions fixes and or not fixes, but like makes the changes they need to coming up with it, I think it's going to be really fucking good. One of the writers is somebody I actually uh, uh, a presence in this games industry stuff that I follow. He's on the kind of funny um, uh, team. His name's Gary Witta. He was a part of the writing team that wrote Rogue One. Um, I'm super, super excited to see what the story in this game is. I know that this game off the bat in its demo had its problems, but I think Luminous Productions can make it fit, uh, make it fit. Um, it's basically an isekai. Your, hmm. your character gets thrown from the real world into fantasy world, and then hmm. you become a witch mage thing. <clears throat> and Warlock. so far through the demo, like the traversal, it, feels all right it's not terrible it doesn't feel bad the combat itself could be picked up with a couple other uh, things but it's not absolutely bad like it's not so bad that you would feel it it feels more full than final fantasy 15 did okay isn't it, it doesn't it come out more, in like two days yes it comes out on january 24th okay so i'm very excited to see what it comes out as they did an update to the demo they actually updated the demo with a with a patch to kind of show off what it's actually capable of. Yeah. And from what I've been playing since that patch, it has been fun. And it's actually it's actually enough to want to deter me from finishing God of War Ragnarok and play the demo because I actually have fun playing it. So I'm mm. not throwing it out of the basket yet, yeah. but I think it's got a tough fight ahead of it. And I think if the story and the narrative parts of this game are good enough, it might be able to weasel its way into game of the year. And if not into game of the year, at least into the conversation of it. Um, definitely excited for Dead Space. That one comes out in five days. And 
I think it's going to be cool, but one I'm more excited for is Atomic Heart. <clears throat> Atomic, Atomic Heart is that is that um, Soviet set uh, Bioshock like first person shooter. Um, Wait a minute. <clears throat> uh, I believe in the videos you saw of it most recently. The your main character is oh. running around fighting that giant like silver ball like robot monster that kind of looks like the bad mon- uh, the bad robot from The Incredibles. Yeah, this fucking game looks trippy. Yeah, Atomic Heart say. looks super fucking cool. It is um, oh, Mick Gordon, nice. the composer for Doom, is writing the music for this game. Oh, shit. Okay, that's an yeah. automatic sell right it there. It should be me. really cool. He, he, The developer <laughs> explains it as Soviet-style pop meets juicy Doom-style remixes. Nice. I don't know what that means, but I want to know. It what sounds it means. cool, so we'll buy it. It's a it's a it's a first person shooter with like Bioshock style stuff. So you'll have like little powers you can use and guns and all that stuff. It looks really fucking cool. Nice. Um, I'm down. Other uh, on top of that, I am excited for Octopath Traveler too. That one should be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. It should be a good time, a good romp through a JRPG, romp. as I like to call it. Uh, speaking of JRPGs, I'm actually currently playing um, Grandia as well on the Switch, and I forgot that game was actually really fun. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's an old RPG, old JRPG. Yeah, um, Resident Evil 4 remake. I'm super excited for that. I oh. if if it's anything like they've done with Resident Evil 2 and 3, it's just it's gonna knock it out of the park, and it's probably gonna be up on there for people's game of the year conversation for sure. Like hands did, down. Speaking of JRPG, did you ever play Grand Blue Fantasy? Any of yeah. those? Oh, yeah. did you see the new trailer for Relink? I did not see that trailer. Yeah, I didn't know that this game was still existing because I heard about it a while ago <laughs> and they didn't update it. And then they just they finally put out a trailer and they're thinking by Ooh. the end of the year, oh, nice. um, Relink will come out. So the, the new trailer looks really good. Nice. <clears throat> I've been playing the fighting game version of it and I'm enjoying that. That's right. There is a fighting. Grand Fa- Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. It's actually really fun. It's super mm. good. And I wish I had all the characters. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I, I can't. With my next choice coming out in the next few months in June, I can't in good conscience spend money on a fighting game that I'm going to drop in June when Street <laughs> Fighter 6 comes out. Oh, so oh, yeah. I can't. That's, that's your thing. I cannot, I cannot in good conscience say that I'm going to put more money into a fighting game when I'm going to not be playing it in a few months. <laughs> and it's far too late. Well, I don't I won't say it's far too late, but it's like it's so late in the life cycle of the game that I don't know if like trying to be good at it and practice it is worth my time. It's a mm-hmm. fun game and I definitely get have fun playing it when I have the chance to, but I just I can't do competitive with it. Like it would it would literally it's not just your be me like fucking yeah. around. Um let's see, let's see let's see. I also had one down here. Where is it? Where is it? Uh oh yeah, Kill the Justice League comes out this year. I forgot about that. Yeah, that I have to buy that just just because it's Conroy's last performance. Yeah. That is one of the things that I have to buy it for. But and Rocksteady. I have to buy it because of Rocksteady, and I need to know that Rocksteady can still make an Arkham game. Yeah. So if they if if this game does well and what it should do, it's gonna make fucking Gotham Knights look like child's play. I mean, Arkham Knight makes Gotham Knights look like child's play. 
I mean, that's I an guess. older game. You guys see that? <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Arkham Asylum Gold? makes it look like child's game. I don't know about the Arkham Asylum one. <laughs> no, that one, that one's a stretch, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that was a bit of a stretch. Then stretch your own. Because that that game, Arkham Asylum, is a 3D Metroidvania, and it feels like a 3D Metroidvania in the most <laughs> dated sense of the word. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy 16, another one, a very dark revenge-based story coming from, uh, it's going to be a semi-open world game, I guess. Um, so it shouldn't be like Final Fantasy 15, where you kind of just explore everywhere. It'll be more linear. It'll yeah. be a it'll be a bit more linear, so that leads me to believe that the narrative itself is going to be a lot more in depth and a lot more fulfilling than 15s. I just, you know, yeah. the open road road trip with your boy <laughs> story just did not vibe. With I me. liked I, it. Cause I'm into that shit. <laughs> I'm into it was it's bro time, man. It's for your bros. It was your cool, bro but it just like, you know, at a certain point you get to a point where you're just like, come on, man, you guys got much more important things to do than be bros on the road. Your bros are important. Bros before hoes. <laughs> Hollow Knight Silk Song is Ooh, planned for the first half. First half people. of this game. Yeah. This Do not game? know if it will actually happen. This year. But according to Microsoft, it's supposed to happen. So we'll wait. Redfall's coming out. Redfall should be cool. I but for sure, Star Teal uh, Star Teal. Starfield. What? Definitely excited for Starfield. Same. I don't know. What's going to happen if it's going to feel like it's a No Man's Sky clone or if it's going to actually feel good? I don't know. I just, I just. That is the problem with those uh, with having. OK, I'm going to use this term vastly mm. open world mm-hmm. game versus normal open world, like normal open world. You're on one planet. Okay, vastly yeah, yeah, yeah. giant, you know, galaxy and universe. The problem with vast is you have to make each other planet feel fucking unique uh, mm-hmm. instead of just copy paste. Because even even I get tired of that in no, no Man's Sky. No Man's Sky has like what thirty different biomes and shit, and then yeah, you'll go to different variants of those biomes. Like okay, maybe it'll have acid rain here. Maybe there'll be different colored atmosphere on this planet. But the idea is the same. This is a metal planet. This is a barren planet, mm-hmm. and you know that's the hard thing is keeping it. Super, uh, super, uh, um, super, uh, nope. I don't know where I'm going with that, but keeping it a lot very different yeah. and unique from each other planet because you don't have time to have one person just sit there yeah. and make each planet special. Although that would make it better for immersion. Oh, you yeah. would just have to shrink down the number of planets. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Cause even, even elite dangerous does that. And that imitates, the Milky Way galaxy. I know they gave it to like a computer program to populate mm. the Milky Way because we don't know all the, all the stellar bodies in our Milky Way yet. Yeah. Because, um, cause like, cause we recently did, well, no, it's because we recently, this, because of where we're positioned, there's a lot of stellar bodies blocking our view. And we recently found like, this is a sidebar in outer space that we recently found that there were more hidden <laughs> galaxies and we just had to wait till we moved in the galaxy to see behind yeah. the other stellar. We're like, oh shit, that wasn't there before because we're moving. Yeah. But the same thing applies to video games in the sense of, you know, the vastness and whatever. So mm-hmm. I would like, I wouldn't mind if there were like 30 planets, but they were highly detailed 30 planets. I don't need the whole fucking solar <clears throat> uh, you know, galaxy to be explorable for me to enjoy it. I just want, Understandable. I want to feel the immersion and specialty of each planet. So if Starfield can do that, that's a big win for me. 
right. Well, we'll look forward to that. Uh, yes. Right now, Microsoft has it slated for the first half of 2023. We'll see how that goes. We'll see. <laughs> um, I'll throw in. I'll throw in one more before I go for my honorable mentions because there's just so many good things coming out this year. But the one I'm super excited for, that I'm actually excited for, coming hot off of its Game of the Year win. Oh my god! We've got Armored Core Six: Fires of Rubicon. From software will follow up yes. with Armored Core 6. Um, the trailer came out at Game Awards. We all saw it. We all lost our shit, threw something across the room, broke something. I don't know. I was <laughs> fucking had dying. a boner. I was at I was at <laughs> work, dude. I was in the middle of loading some uh, an aircraft, and I was just like he watching. I had it, I had it watching like off on the side, like down here underneath my computer, like a little quiet <laughs> so I could hear it, but enough where I could. Um, uh, quiet enough to where it wouldn't like translate out to like radio talk, but I, I could hear it. Uh-huh. And as soon as it came on, like I got up out of my chair, I clapped. I was like running around the office. I was just like, "Let's go!" <laughs> I was fucking hyped. Dude. I had been waiting for a new Armored Core game for so freaking long, and the fact that I'm getting one and it's coming from From Software is just balls, dude. Like nuts mm-hmm. as fuck. <clears throat> One one thing I want to bring up about it. Your is, bed's moving. Yeah, I know my bed's moving. Patty's <laughs> over there. I just noticed that. <laughs> I just sorry. <laughs> that, that's a clip. See, that's a clip. <laughs> <laughs> he saw your leg come up. He was like, "The hell's that?" <laughs> I saw his face too. His face looked genuinely concerned for me, like for my safety. Like, like, someone's behind you, John. <laughs> Get naked <laughs> quickly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in a follow-up interview with uh, Hidetaki Miyazaki, apparently IGN found out that um, Fires of Rubicon is going to be set in a destroyed world uh, and retain here, – here's my kicker – and retain the challenge <clears> – excuse me – and retain the challenging boss battles the studios become known for without Ooh. turning Armored Core into a Soulsborne game. Thank Ooh. God. Can you imagine what that even means? This is this is from software saying I'm gonna make this game as fucking unique as fucking possible without taking away these massive boss battles, which nice. is literally the hand like the the shining gem, the star jewel of a from software game. Mm-hmm. I'm so fucking excited for this. It's the first new entry in this series since 2012, Jesus. and the first game. The first new Armored Core game, or they've been working on it since at least 2016. <clears throat> so this game it has, it. this game has been in the works for about five <laughs> years, or no, seven years almost now. Yeah, quite a while. Quite a while. So it's slated right now with a release window of 2023. I certainly hope it comes out this year um, and doesn't get delayed. But if we know anything about From Software, they rarely ever delay their games and they get their shit done. So. Good on you. Good on you, Miyazaki. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Um, other than that, I'll just go through the honorable mentions. Hades 2 Early Access comes out this year sometime. We don't know when, but I'm going to lose my shit when it does. Uh, we've got Assassin's Creed Mirage. Yeah. A little, a little return to that old school Assassin's Creed 1 style kind of gameplay, which I'm excited for. They even Sidebar on that, they released... The narrator, you know, the 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 person, the lady who's speaking in the Mirage trailer, they yeah. released her character, who's the mentor of Basim, the main character in Mirage. Mm-hmm. She is 
a character you can meet in Valhalla, but she's, uh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's fucking cool. How they oh, yeah. link those two games together even further. Yeah. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, we talked about this one during, um, I believe it was <clears throat> summer games fest or summer game fest, Jack, or was it? Yeah. Summer game fest. Um, lies of P that souls like, uh, Pinocchio, Pinocchio game. game. Yeah. Lies of P. Yeah, 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 it's the Pinocchio Dark Remember, Souls game. Yeah, basically, oh! basically Dark Souls with the little yeah. uh, guy that looks like Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that dude. one's coming out. That's a release window of 2023. That looks. So um, cool. right now, Insomniac is on slate to finish Marvel's Spider-Man Two and have it release in the fall of 2023. Sick. This is the one that has Venom and Craven apparently. So nice. let's see what the fuck happens. Um, play the first one. Who's Craven? Wait a minute. Morales. Craven, Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter. Oh, he's a badass. He is a badass. Um, I'm gonna pull this one from IGN real quick because I'm reading it from here. Um, yeah. Venom is going to be voiced by the Candyman actor Tony Todd. Huh. Um, oh. and uh, Bill Rosamond, uh, one of the executives over at Marvel, has said that the sequel is darker than the original. So if you haven't played the original Spider-Man, it's not necessarily super dark, but it is definitely a step more into an adult-ish story when it comes to the narrative of Spider-Man games. It's not all happy-go-lucky all the time. It, it has its moments of, you know, mm-hmm. real like, like real drama. Yeah, look at DC. Um, yeah, but but this one's supposed to be darker. This one, this Spider-Man 2 is supposed to be the Empire Strikes Back to the to, to a New Hope. Ooh, that so sounds good. Uh, the phrasing it that way makes me feel like they might kill off one of them, and I don't know who, and it makes me worried. But <laughs> I'm super excited, and I can't wait because the first one, Marvel's Spider Man, is just so good. Yeah, so good. I'll know when I play it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, that's right. Well, it's out on on Steam now too. I so don't have money for full price game. Hey man, that game it, you're paying full price of the original game but getting all of the dlc with it the only full price i'm paying for mass effect star wars games that's it i don't i don't extend beyond that i'm telling you it's worth it's worth it <laughs> you can buy it for me because you're rich so the last one i'm gonna round out and it's also the one that they're the ign rounded out its list but this one's an old gem for me this one is one i've been waiting for i know you're not super into storytelling games but i loved this game so Ooh. much you Oh yeah! Oh um, yeah! <laughs> I love story, but like I don't like complete narrative story. Yeah. But anyway, continue. The Wolf Among Us Two. I have been yeah. waiting for this game to exist. I have <laughs> been waiting for this game to ever be talked about. I have just been waiting for this game. When did the first and one I'm come out? How so, long ago did it come out, bro? It came out in like Yesterday. 2015, I think. Yeah, it's like hello. If old, I'm not, if I'm not wrong, I think I'm wrong. I remember that shit being on fucking 360. Yeah, that shit was old. Wolf Among Us came out oh, 2000 and, oh, 2013 to 2014. Yeah. About 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's been 10 years since that game. And it's still one of my favorite Telltale games of all time. Wait, wait. Just, I do like I do like Telltale because I have Walking like Dead Expanse. Season 1. Oh. The Expanse is coming out later this year, probably. Yes. And Tales of Monkey Island. So They did Tales of Monkey Island? Yes. Oh. It was five episodes long. I didn't know that. Yeah, did I? Yeah. That's neat. But yes, The Wolf Among Us is basically a game that puts you in a modern world setting with all 
a whole bunch of like fairy tale fairyland creatures. So like you play as the big bad wolf and he's the sheriff of the town. And you've got Snow White, Cinderella, mm-hmm. the you know, all the fairy tale creatures you come to know and love, but mm-hmm. given a very dark, realistic take on them. And it's basically a you play through as the big bad wolf and you try to solve this crime that has been committed and it's just so good. It's so fucking good. If you haven't played The Wolf Among Us by now, it's 10 years too late for you and you need to go do it right now. <laughs> it's a super quick play. Like, it's not that long. It, I want to say maybe 10 hours. Mm-hmm. But it's just such a good story. And the ending, it was such a good cliffhanger that I was mad. Yeah, like, you son of a bitch. Super and then fucking for, mad. Yeah, and that, then for that's that I've been long? Waiting for a yeah, I was going to say, if you waited that long. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was never going to get it. I, honest to God, thought that it was just gone forever and we were never going to see, it was never going to see the light of day. I was accepting of it, but I was not happy. Well, what a list. Right? Yeah. It's a list. What's your, what's your guys' feel on this? Um. Of the games we've just talked about, I know I already said which one I think has a running for it and which ones I think. What do you think is going for Game of the Year this year, just off of what you see? <sighs> Damn. Just give it a guess. We don't have to be right. We don't have to I be correct. Know. This is I'm all, you know, this is all personable. Guessing. It's all personable. You know, like, what do you feel in your hearts really Stop out there? Stop using that word. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. Fuck. That's hard. I have to think. Maybe just like as like a placeholder for now, it would have to be fucking Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom. That's mm, probably it. That's considering smart. the pre- the one. previous one was like an instant, you know, win when that came out. Yeah, so that's, a, that's, a, that's hoping, probably yeah. going to be it. Nintendo knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, I'm hoping that yeah, pop it. Well, we'll have to see what happens when it comes down to how Breath of the Wild runs on the Switch too. We all mm. saw what happened with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. It was <laughs> oh my an amazing God. game. It was an. It's still an amazing game. Yeah, I, I still play it. I I Glitch love fest. it. I have so much fun with it. But it is just not complete. It mm-hmm. is glitchy, and it's it's got its moments. You know, it should that, <laughs> thing, that game should run at sixty frames per second. It, why doesn't it run at sixty frames per second? It bothers the shit out of me. That's stupid. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. Really? Come on. You got, I, I know there's dude, another because game because I'm going of. off. I'm going off the logic of yeah. The fact that Breath of the Wild is such a successful game, you have to put this on top of the plate. Is like this, this, there's nothing else that'll stand a chance that I can think of for this year. Like Spider Man wasn't even game of the year, and it's a fantastic game, but you know, it, it just wasn't game of the year. So I don't know. I'm gonna have to agree with the Zelda. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that time is so far away. And for now, we just started. We'll have to sit and wait through the rest of the year. I want to thank you guys for coming on the show. Thank you, everyone who tuned in to listen. And that is all the time we have for today. Yep. Thank you, guys. Special thanks to everyone who watched the whole episode. And for the new listeners, thanks for tuning in again. 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 And again. Again, again. <laughs> and again. This, if you, don't, if you don't remember, this is the For the Geeks Gamecast, where once every couple of weeks we sit around to talk about some of the biggest news in the games industry and how they make us feel. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to our Twitch channel at For the Geeks or t- twitch.tv slash For the Geeks Games. If you want to further support the show, you can donate on our Twitch page, or we do have a $1 tier on Patreon. 
where we will post up all of our pre-show ramble and mamble and <laughs> some post-show stuff and just some random funny things. It's only a dollar if you want. Donations. It's going to help us. Donations. It's going to go all to like making sure everyone's got microphones. And as you can see in the video, Jack doesn't have a camera, so obviously nope. we have to get him a camera. We don't talk about <laughs> it. If not, that's fine. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at For the Geeks with two S's at the end. Uh, both of these links are on our tr- on our link tree. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash For the Geeks Podcast. We have yep. all of these links live in our bios. So please come by, show us support, give us a follow, and show the love. Until then, game like you mean it. See y'all. Deuces.